podcast presented by Party Fish Media, a showcase of the best emerging filmmakers under the age of 25 from all around the world. Film starts here at Nifty 2018, presented by Oculus from Seattle, Washington. My name is Dan Hudson. I was the festival manager for Nifty 2018 and also one of the programmers of the festival. Um, and I am delighted um, to have uh, the director um, and creator of my favorite horror film um, in the festival <laughs> that also took home an audience award. Um, so it's, don't just take my word for it. Um, but very pleased to have Laura, uh, who directed the film, The Last Seance. So Laura, I uh, hope you could introduce yourself. Um, tell us a little bit about yourself, um, where you're, where you're from, um, and a quick synopsis of your film. Uh, okay. So, uh, I'm Laura Kulik. Um, I was born in upstate New York. So about two hours north of, uh, the city. And I, it was, it's a, you know, I grew up in a very like rural place, which is kind of how I got into like scary stories and that kind of, you know, those kinds of uh, creepy, dark things that interest me. Uh, and then I moved to LA four years ago to go to Loyola Marymount University, and I've been in LA ever since. So that's kind of my story. Uh so you are influenced by rural settings, perhaps, um, or or can you share a little bit more about um, how uh, coming from upstate New York uh, drew you into the world of horror or creepy films? Well, actually, so I, the town where I live is, is really close to the actual Sleepy Hollow. Um, so there's a lot of, uh, like, I think, like, quote unquote, like true scary stories, like urban legends surrounding, you know, the, where I'm from. And there's a lot of creepy, creepy locations that like me and my friends used to go and hang out in and kind of scare each other, like old like barns and uh, just like driving through the woods and, and, and that kind of stuff. So yeah, so the, the last seance um, was super impressive um, to myself and the rest of the, the Nifty programming team. Um, Oh, super, yeah, super atmospheric, um, le legitimately creepy and scary, um, and just wanted to um, hear a little bit about um, what were some of the elements that um, brought the film together for you, um, either in the in the scoring and in the sound mix. Um, yeah, I just want to hear a little bit um, about the uh, creation of the film. Oh uh, well, so. Basically, I, this was my senior thesis for LMU, and I knew that I had to write something. I knew I wanted to do horror, but I, I had a lot of, like, really, you know, expensive or, you know, I had a lot of ideas that I was going through, and I, I wrote a lot of short scripts, and I just couldn't, you know, pick one that I wanted. And finally, it was like, you know, you know I was, I, you know, the semester was starting in January, and it was December, and I, I needed to you know, raise money for the movie. And I just, I didn't have a script. And so I kind of went back to one of my, like one of the, the, the stories that has always interested me, which is the story of the Fox sisters, who, if you don't know, they're uh, probably the most famous mediums in, um, in the history of like the spiritualist movement in the 1800s. 
Um, and I think they're kind of fascinating because nobody really knows, like a lot of people know about, you know, their public lives, but nobody really knows about like who they were as people or, you know, their relationship to each other. Cause you know, no one really thought to, to actually interview them or talk to them about who they were. Um, because they were so, they were, you know, young women at the time. Um, and so I've, I always thought it would be interesting to like actually go in and explore their story. Um, and so I was thinking about that in the context of, of making a movie that was just one event, because I think, um, you know, from watching a lot of, you know, student short films, I think the best short films are, are films that are sort of very self-contained. And so that's why I wanted to do a film that was just like one seance. Um, and so I kind of combined those two things to write the last seance and I wrote it in like a week. Um, and not the exact draft that was filmed, but, uh, you know, similar, similar idea. And I kind of went from there. So that was the, uh, um, the, you know, creation of the initial idea. And then the other, or I should say the next big hurdle that we had to, to, to jump through was to get a location. Because I knew that, um, uh, well, you know, if, if the house didn't look good, if it didn't look period, that there was almost no point in making the movie, you know? Um, and so I really, uh, you know, searched everywhere that I could. I don't know how much you know about LA, but, you know, in my mind, I, I really pictured a, you know, like a creepy house that you'd find in upstate New York. Um, and that just doesn't really exist in Los Angeles. Um, at least definitely not for, you know, a reasonable price. Uh, so, um, I, you know, I went to all these houses and I, I just couldn't afford it. And finally I found this house. It was in the middle of nowhere in Simi Valley. And the guy like built it himself, basically. Um, where every, like, the entire, what you see on screen was basically just his house that he lived in. Um, and he had, like, rooms downstairs. It was, like, one that was, like, medieval-themed bedroom. Like, but I, I, again, he just, like, lives there for, for fun, I guess. But, uh, uh, and at first he was, like, you know, uh, you know, was, like, you know, commercials film here, all this stuff. So you have to, you know, he, he gave, like, a huge rate. And finally... I convinced him to let us use it for a lot less, but I had to pay him in cash, like up front, <laughs> a whole sum of cash. So that was almost half the budget of the movie, actually, went to pay for that. But yeah, um, uh, and then I'm trying to think. Um, so I think those were, you know, once I had the house in place, everything else just kind of fell in place. Like I found the actors pretty easily uh, from LA casting. Um, and, you know, I'm always amazed at, you know, the talented people that just live in LA and are willing to, you know, work for almost nothing, you know? Um, and then, yeah, and, and almost all my crew I, I had known from LMU. Um, so in that regard, it was actually quite easy to, to find almost all of the people that I've worked with. Uh, what, what the 
demon or creature or or spirit or uh, I'm not sure exactly how you characterize um, uh, that the spirit in the film that they're perform that they're performing the seance um, to get rid of or exercise um, genuinely spooked me <laughs> and I'm somebody that's pretty jaded I I watch a lot of horror films um, and I um, I program horror series um, for theaters and in, in, Se- in the Seattle area um, and I, I was still uh, genuinely taken aback um, when he appears um, I'm wondering uh, if you could speak a little bit about uh, the either the, the makeup or the or the creature design or where where that figure came from and and how you decided to have um, this particular, uh, being or entity, um, as the, uh, villain in the film? I guess, I don't know if it's, uh, obvious or not, I guess, but I, I'm really, I really love the, like, Conjuring movies. Um, and so the reference that I gave the makeup artist was basically the nun <laughs> from The Conjuring 2. Um, and I think she, she did a really good job. And, uh, I think the other the other big thing that I that's like with his design is that he has like these long claws um and I used I actually referenced the like the poster for the Insidious 4 movie The Lost Key no one remembers that movie but I I like the the creature design of the the claws I remember um, the poster anyway <laughs> Well uh, this is a side story, but the, the only reason I, I really remember um, that movie so well is because uh, the opening scene is almost exactly like a, a scene from an, another movie that I made, or it, it's a very similar, like all the beats. And I remember being, I was like, God, damn it. So that was, that was really the, the design of it. And then I originally wanted him to be wearing like, um like an 1800s outfit. Cause again, the, the original story was really inspired by, um, you know, the Fox sisters in the 1800s. Um, but then I think it, like a week before the shoot, the, uh, the, my friend who was doing costumes basically called me and she was like, we're still over budget. Like, I don't know what to do. Um, and she well, and I was, you know, freaking out because that's like right at the time when I, you know, all the budgetary, like I was paying for everything. And so I was like, oh, no, you know, I was very stressed out. And she actually... Um, uh, she was suggested she's like well what if instead of the the 1800s like suit he's wearing a priest costume because that's like was you know half the price and I was like uh sure we'll, we'll go with it um, and actually I think it ended up working out a lot better than what I had initially um, you know thought of in my head um, so yeah that was kind of how that worked out priest priest suit is uh, pretty timeless so uh, yeah, exactly. low budget costuming solution that's great um so uh, i'm just outside of the um uh, insidious or conjuring movies um i'd be curious to hear uh other um sources of influence to you as a filmmaker um specifically within the horror genre um well, actually, I don't 
technically think this is a horror film, but I would say the biggest reference for the movie, at least the way the movie is shot, is um, the movie Mother, um, the Darren Aronofsky movie that came out. like it was, it came out right before I wrote the script. Um, and I actually really like that movie. I know it's, you know, controversial, but I think the reason I liked it so much and what I tried to emulate when I shot the last seance is that it's the way the, that movie is shot is it's all in her perspective. So every single shot, except a couple exceptions, it's either over her shoulder or her POV or a close up of her. And that's actually how we shot the last seance. Like almost with very few exceptions, it's those three shots. Um, and I think, I, and I, I really wanted to try it, but I was also terrified because um, I do a lot of post-production stuff. I, that was kind of like my other thing that I did when I was in school. And that's, you know, what I do now professionally. Um And I was thinking like, oh, you know, we're not going to take any wide shots. Like, what if we mess up and stuff doesn't cut? And so I was really stressed out about it. But, you know, I I wanted to to try to do this. So I so we did it and we didn't take any like shots for safety or anything like that. Um, And actually, you know, cuts together pretty well for for that. And I think it it helped me really think about like where the camera should be because it is all in her perspective. Um, and it, it makes you think like, uh, you know, it makes you think about what is the role of the camera, I think. Um, and I think it helps make the movie scary because, you know, you are in her perspective and, you know, so you're sort of experiencing everything the way that she is. Um, so that was, that was a big, that was probably the biggest reference. Um, I'm trying to think of other horror movie things that I really referenced. That's, that's okay. I, um, yeah, that's interesting to hear you say the film Mother, which, um, I also thought was really great, um. It, because that one, you know, it, it, in drawing the the parallel um, with the last seance, so you don't necessarily see the last seance directly as a horror movie. Um, Mother is, in some regards, somewhat of a horror movie, but is also not a horror movie. And so um, it, films can be more than one genre and more than one thing. There's, <laughs> I'm not trying to pigeonhole you as a, as a director, but... Um, is definitely the scariest film that I saw in the festival this year. So <laughs> just uh, tipping tipping my hat to you for taking home the audience award at the at the horror in quotation marks screening at the festival. Um, but yeah, that that's that's awesome to hear that um, Mother was uh, a large reference point for the film. Yeah, um, I mean, it, people are usually surprised when I say that, so or, or you know, they forgot that it is it you know exists yeah. <laughs> but having that that specificity of of what you want in your mind um uh, and and driving the the cinematography um it is really useful it, it was a really tight film i didn't feel like at any point i was 
looking for any different sort of framings or camera angles than what you chose um, to tell the story. So, uh, you know, you don't always need to spend a bunch of extra time on set shooting cover that you don't think you're going to need either. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, I mean, it, it worked out. I don't know if I would ever necessarily do that exact style again. Um, but I think for this movie that is about, it, you know, it's really about her overcoming something very personal. I think it works really well. And also I think uh, it, it comes down to like my DP, I think did a, did a really amazing job also like rolling with that. Um, he's not, um, he's more of a traditional kind of guy in terms of, his, you know, the, the normal stuff that he shoots, but he, he and I have been friends for a long time. Um, and so he kind of trusted me to, to push him in that way. Um, you know, I think worked out really well. Um, so, so, uh, what else are you working on um, now that you're uh, done with LMU? Um, can we expect to see hopefully some some more of your work um, at future festivals? Uh, should you can decide to keep submitting? Yeah, definitely. I have. Uh, well, right now I'm I'm trying to get a a, a short off the ground that would be um, it's like a doppelganger horror short. Um, and it, but it would be a lot, my idea is to make it a lot shorter, like maybe like five minutes or so to be, uh, you know, much more of like a concept driven short, um, almost like a, like a lights out type thing. Um, so that's one of the things I'm working on right now. And I really actually want to go back to New York and shoot it. Um, cause there's a, it takes place basically it, on a road at night and then the, character walks into the woods so that's kind of the perfect thing and then I have actually I'm working on a, a feature script for the last seance so if anyone wants to you know hit me up about that I'd be happy to to send it over and then um I'm also um I also have a a script a feature script for like a, a horror movie Hansel and Gretel sort of modern day retelling um, that I'm also kind of working on making a short for at some point, hopefully. That's that's awesome. It, it's it, it's funny to hear you say that. I was, told, you know, we we love to like let films be what they're going to be at, at Nifty and not prescribe anything um, to anybody. But uh, of of all the films that I <laughs> that I uh, saw this year, um, I think that Last Seance was uh, one of the ones that was probably the most. Uh, begging to be uh developed for a feature film so um anybody anybody else listening to this uh podcast that hasn't seen the film yet and but is interested in producing horror films uh do watch it um it's up as the featured film of the week um to go along with this podcast um so check it out um so what else uh can people see as far as work that you've already done um do you have a vimeo a website um what any way that people can follow you on social media um tell people a little bit about uh, how they can find more of your stuff yeah so um i think the easiest way to just keep up with what i'm doing is to follow me on instagram uh it's la space kulik which is k-u-l-i-k um, 
And I also, I have a link to my website and it has my film that I made junior year, which is also a horror film about um, a woman who, it's like a um, VHS tape horror thing where a woman kind of goes into an old VHS tape of her dead brother, you know, fun stuff. Um, <laughs> and then also hopefully, I don't know when this is going to air, but hopefully I'll have more stuff about the Doppelganger project. Um Hopefully I'll be shooting that sometime early next year. So yeah, that's um, basically how you can find me. Awesome. Well, thank you so much uh, for joining us today, Laura. And thank you for listening. For more information on Nifty 2018 presented by Oculus, the talented youth, and more emerging filmmakers, check out nifty.org or find us on Facebook and Twitter at NFFTY or on Instagram at niftyfilm. For more podcasts from Partyfish Media, follow us on social media at Partyfish Media. Partyfish Media.